Look at this oatmeal cardigan I'm wearing. I know how much you love cardigans. <laughs> it looks good. It looks like a good cardigan. You don't have to. Hey, you don't have to lie and be a smart ass about it. Just just because you have no taste when it comes to clothing. Mm, just cardigans. Cardigans. It's no, it's a bad taste. Cardigan? No. No, a cardigan is a beautiful piece of clothing that a dignified older gentleman will wear, and that's what I'm getting into in my life. Oh, being dignified and older Mm -hmm. and a gentleman? Yeah. You can't stop it, so you may as well lean into it, so I'm wearing a cardigan. Look, we're not 19 years old. I understand if you saw me when we were 19, I'm walking down the street in a cardigan. You're like, what's up with that? What a a chump. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, what a dork. You forget. You forget that you're almost 40 years old. Ugh. I think that that slips your mind quite often. And 40-year-olds wear cardigans. 40-year-old men? Yeah. I don't know what you should be wearing. A blouse. You should be wearing more blouses. I guess so. And maybe like real big underwear. Hey, we don't have to go that far. We're just talking about style, looking nice, not giving oh, up. Oh, not just being old and leaning into being old. So you're like, I'll just wear this cardigan. Oatmeal. No, that's much <laughs> older. Do you need, are you going to get a pipe? No. Well, because I don't. Do you want to be distinct? I'm not getting a pipe. If I were to smoke tobacco, still, I'd smoke cigarettes. I'd do it the right way. But there's a warmth. With smoking a pipe versus cigarettes seem like dry and nasty. There's a fine line that you have to walk with these things. I think smoking a pipe is I am thinking about it <laughs> too much. I am too in oh, tune okay. with it's it's it, it it veers into costume. Yes. I'm too in tune okay. with this image that I'm projecting to the world. A pipe. I see. Takes a lot of time to pack a pipe. Pick out the right pipe. Yeah. And the right tobacco. No, just a... And you have to, like, pick at it, and there's, like, a screen. Just a regular old cigarette. I would love to smoke cigarettes again. You would? Yeah. Oh, but it leaves you smelling so bad, and it tastes so bad in your mouth and in your nose. Well, the world rebelled against cigarettes, and now cigarette smokers are pariahs. What's the origin of pariah? You're the etymologist. An outcast. Okay, P-A-R-I-A-H. Origin. Etymology. Pariah. The word pariah uh, derived from Tamil, which means drummer. Okay. Once referred to the Pararian, a Tamil caste group of laborers and village servants of low status. But the meaning was extended to embrace many groups outside the so-called clean caste groups with widely varying degrees of status. Oh, okay. So it just started out as like super duper poor. Yeah. And part of the caste system, which, yeah. which people say doesn't exist anymore in India, but it surely does unofficially. Yeah. It's just not officially recognized and like adhered to. Uh, and, but but not socially, right? Socially, it's still definitely a caste system. 
You're poor, you fucking loser. Ah. (laughs) Oh, you were born. uh, Your mother was a prostitute. Now you'll never, ever, ever not be anything but someone who came from a prostitute. You're a pariah. You're a pariah. Ah, poor. Ah. (laughs) You eat rice with butter every night and that's it. You think that's a a five-star meal? butter luxury true maybe just not even good salt nah you take rice and you put ocean water on it to make it salty (laughs) that's all you can do yeah you salt your rice with your tears welcome to one topic where we stick to one topic my name is Autumn Fisher my name is Greg Russ. I'm not going to say my name in the a modified way, similar to what Autumn did. I don't know why she did that. Why did you do that? Because this is the second time we did it, and I didn't want to say it exactly the same way that I did before, and so I put a little gas in the tank. Well, people aren't supposed to know that this is the second take because oh. I screwed up the first take. I thought that you were just trying to have a little fun interesting you say that what's our topic this week our topic this week is fun that is the main philosophy the driving philosophy behind autumn's life Mm. anything that motivates her the first question is will it be fun and if it's not fun she is not interested and this is something that has intrigued me to a bit so i wanted to explore it on this week's episode Autumn loves fun. That's not the topic, but you, you're a fun lover. I do love fun. And I don't think, you know, I think when you talk about it like that, I feel like there's a little judgment. Oh, there's total and, judgment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I feel the judgment. Fun is for, <laughs> but, for children. Life is not fun for adults. It's a struggle. It's, it's hard. It's crushing. It's soul tearing and to insist on having fun. Come on. You're just not being real at that point. Sure. I agree with that. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think that uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just agree with that because I was really pushing it to the extreme. Yeah, you were. And I was going to, I was going to bring in some nuance that, uh, yeah, there have been a lot of times where I've avoided things that I need to deal with because it's not, quote, fun. But I do think that um, seeking fun and not as a uh, coping mechanism necessarily, I think seeking fun is a perfectly valid thing to do. And my personality, I like to have fun. I like to be fun. Not all the time, but I like it. And that doesn't mean that I'm um, less than. So let's start with a simple thing. What are some things you find to be fun? Um, I like sitting around a table with friends and talking and laughing and, you know, coming up with weird scenarios of things as the conversation. You know how sometimes when you're sitting around with people and all of a sudden you like are off on this weird tangent where you're creating this weird story between, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I do that with my cousins frequently. We end up 
coming up with these weird scenarios. I don't know. Stuff like that. I always think like, man, that was so much fun. But isn't that the thing about fun? That once the event happens, you look back on it and you say, that was fun. I think when Mm -hmm. you set out to have fun, there's undue pressure. It's like, now we got to sit around the table and do that thing that we do. Oh, yeah. You can't. um, You planning fun is not as fun as fun that is uh, happened upon. So I think fun just comes about living your life. If you're around people that you get along with and you enjoy the conversations. Fun. Well, and I think what that scenario is like where, where we're sitting around, I think, oh, these people are doing something that I would want to do in other types of company, but they're in on it too. And so you kind of feel validated and therefore maybe less alone. So what are some things that make you fun as a person? You said when you described yourself, if you're asking me to describe myself with adjectives, fun would not be one of them. That would not make the list. No, You can be fun, but fun is not in like the top five of describe Greg. But I think for you, you fancy yourself a fun person. You know, I think that I would rather have funny in the top five. But this is about Rather fun. fun. Now you like fun. You do the goofy walks sometimes. Oh, don't talk. Don't don't throw stones in glass houses. Goofy walk, Greg. You wear. You do your little goofy. I can picture it right now. Your weird little goofy walk. You you wear. <laughs> you have done and do. At which walk are you talking about? I don't know what like, this is. <laughs> when that's. No, whatever you're imagining, people listening to this right now that Autumn just showed me, it's wrong. It, it goes along with that sound. This is not true. I don't have a... You have this very specific walk that you put into place because you want to relay that you're fun. You wear knitted monkey hats. Uh, I mean... <laughs> they're cute. Don't give it... Look, they're cute. They honestly, fit your... honestly, that is a relic because I don't really wear that hat anymore i really did sort of graduate into the cardigan the the oatmeal cardigan era of my life and i stopped wearing those monkey hats but i do have some like monkey gloves that i might wear that have a monkey face on them that are made for children but it's hard because my hands are small and so sometimes you're like you know conditioned to cute things because you're so tiny and cute like me so it's all an act that you curated. I'm no, it's a fun not an person. act. It's what I'm drawn to. <laughs> so, so anyway, the, it's a magnet that's the, pulling me. The list of adjectives, top of the list, uh, for me, cantankerous. For you, fun. Two for On me. The top of the list. Two for me, capricious. Two for you, fun. Very fun person. Three for me, cynical. Three for you, fun. Four for me, pessimistic, but that in parentheses, realistic. Mm. Four for you, fun. Five for me, gorgeous. Five for (laughs) you, fun. Wow, what a list. Yeah, people constantly in my life. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Sometimes Ooh, I'm just walking on gorgeous the, man. Sometimes I'm walking on the sidewalk normally, like a normal person will walk, not in a funny not way. Not the goofy way that Greg walks sometimes. And they I hear people say, mm, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, there's the click of the mouth. And then there's that moan. Yeah. The wetness. That, that comes that comes from the center of the earth. Oh. Immediate wetness. Oh, you, this is women. I thought it would just be anybody. Well, with men, it's immediate men pre-cum. Too? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, little spots gorgeous. in their underwear. When they yeah, say little me. dots. Depends on how leaky they are. That's what happens. But fun. The going that walk, by the way. I, I don't want to focus too much on the walk, but I've seen still pictures of you, just photographs. There's no movement in these things, and I know what walk you're doing. I see it. Sometimes I do a goofy walk. I was like, I know what this is. This is a uh-huh. walk to relay to the world. I'm fun. And th- I know it sounds like I'm attacking you. I just uh I have fun. It, I'm not trying to communicate anything. So what are things... I am having fun. What are some things that make you fun when you think of yourself as a fun person? I think my um, my ability to not be embarrassed by certain things or by acting a certain way. I don't mind, you know, being the one to be the silly one. I mm. think that that's fun. Because a lot of people are held back by that. They're worried about looking weird or doing something outside of, you know, what, you know, squares people do, (laughs) you know, just the boring whatever. And I'm not as afraid. I mean, not to say that I don't get shy or embarrassed or whatever. I definitely do. And there's times when I don't want to be fun and all of that. But yeah, I think it's my willingness to embarrass myself. And I'm not embarrassed, but to put myself in a position that might be embarrassing or whatever. But your brand is fun. I think I feel as though maybe there are certain times. uh, I think I am fun. I think in a group of people, I can like keep up with conversations. You know, I'm like a, but do you feel like you have to live up to the standard? (laughs) You have to live up to the standard. If there are nights you're not feeling fun or if it's not coming naturally to you and you still force it. If you're, if, if there's a night you know, things didn't go so well with whoever you're hanging out with. Uh, some commercials come on TV and you decide that you have to, you know, create little backstories for the characters and the commercial mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and start fake conversations that they're having after the commercial ends. This is a great scenario. Good job. That was, that's I'm, what I'm talking I'm, about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just asking uh, if, if uh, you feel as though you have to maintain this level. Like for me, gorgeous comes naturally i'm not i'm not same (laughs) gorgeous and fun i get it so we're in the same boat okay i think though previously i have i i have started to realize and notice that i will turn on the charm or turn on that like fun you know um because i'm running away from discomfort which is not something crazy but i think that i've avoided discomfort for so long that it's sometimes to the detriment of myself so for example at a party if i'm not feeling like i really even want to impress these people or and i'm not real i don't really even want to hang out with them but for some i'm picturing okay i'm picturing the the neighborhood people that sometimes i hang out with not the new people but the old people and how I felt like 
these are the only people I can hang out with because they're all outside. All the their kids are playing with my kids. And so it's like, you know, I, I didn't want to stand there in silence because it made me uncomfortable. So then I would try and like figure out how to talk to them and like make small talk and like make it fun. It's not like I would do something weird or whatever, but I would just like try and be the person, like try and be someone to them that they had a fun little conversation with. Even though I might not even really want to get to know that person. I don't, I don't know why I needed them to like remember me as someone cool or fun to be around or to talk to. And during those little times, like, especially when I didn't know, when I don't know people, I'll try and test them a little bit of like, how weird can I get, you know, like a little, you know, just pushing them a little bit to see like, are they going to respond to this in a way that is going to make me feel more comfortable? And so many times people are like, what, (laughs) you know, or just like not get it or it's like, whoa, that's crazy and not think it's like funny. And uh, then I feel rejected and alone. And then so I started to sort of pay attention to that and say like, you know, I'm just going to be standing here in silence, just like the rest of these weirdos, because I don't feel like turning it on for them. I would state for the record that you are a fun person, naturally. Thank you. You're a cheerful person. You've got uh, an aura about you, a glow. Really? Why do you like this? Why? Because I do I'm, like that. Well, because you've really been like kicking my ass a little bit. No, I was just giving you a hard time uh, only because fun factors so much is into your life. It's such a, an important thing that sometimes it feels forced, but yeah, sometimes I think that for a long time it, it was a coping thing. And you know, I, I set it up this way to make myself feel better for not being a fun person as a person who outright rebels against fun. Because I feel as though it's been packaged and sold and we're told that we're missing out if we're not having fun and if fun presents itself, you better take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quite often things that are deemed fun are outsized and yeah. loud and yeah, like all like it's a pop up shop. It's a pop up bar. You have to go to the pop up bar because it's the thing you do for fun as an adult. You're like, no, I don't. Oh, the, you know, adult ball pits. It's fun. Shut the fuck up. No, bigger, flashier, loud. These quite often are things that are presented as fun, which are things that I have zero interest in. You know, fun is subjective. Obviously, yeah. sitting around reading a book, it's fun for some people. Nah, it's fun. Nobody for- goes goes away from that and be like, oh man, I read that book. That was so fun. That is fun. I, I would say it's a great thing to do sometimes just to sit there you have fun. You're enjoying your, I'll ride the the subway to random places. Sometimes. That's fun to me. This is the okay. thing. You have this preconceived notion of what fun is supposed to be. And this is the whole problem. Well, fun for me. And why I rebel against fun because it's this high energy thing quite often. And it is tied to a cheerfulness that doesn't come naturally to me. And I'm like, all right, so forget it. These definitions of, I, I enjoy having fun. I think shoving a whole pint of ice cream down my gullet is fun. Coping. That's not coping. That's just, oh. what's, what am I coping? What are you coping? I mean, why am I coping? Yeah, because the world makes you feel this way and it bothers you. Give me some ice cream. 
You know, yeah, it's self-medicating. Do you know what comes along with this view of it? There's no FOMO. I never once in my life have I felt FOMO. Fear of missing out. And so many people yeah. live in constant fear that they are missing out. Yeah. But that's consumerism. That's to drive people to go out and do things and Possibly. spend their money Bo- and need things. Possibly. Yeah. But it's also insecurity and people having But that's what I'm inability. saying. They instill an insecurity in you. And then it's like, well, I don't have this. Well, you don't have or to go I, buy things. I mean, uh, uh, yes, a lot of it is tied to marketing and advertising, and there's a product at the other and other end of it. But you know, just friends getting together and going swimming in the watering hole, and like, oh, look at this! I missed out on this today. This is uh, this is no way to live your life, and uh, for whatever reason, there's an inability. For people to say maybe fun isn't something that presents itself quite often in adult life. Uh, that's why the ball pits are created. We gotta go do this. Were ball pits ever really even fun as a kid? Uh, I- yes, as a kid, yes. Didn't you want to like swim in that ball pit? All I wanted to do was go to Chuck E. Cheese and get in that ball pit. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, you know, packaged fun and then drills it into kids' faces. And this yeah. is this is what life is. It's about. And sure, as a kid, I guess having fun well, is, is fine. Yeah, it's different. But it's still, again, it's high energy. Kids don't uh, necessarily. When a kid wants to have fun, it's not doing something that I'm sitting here and we're not going to move too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, because so, you can have fun and not really move a whole lot as an adult. It's more mental. And that's why it's subjective. You know, like. Every kid can get on a swing and have fun. But as an adult, because your brain is, you know, more turned on, more of it is activated. You can be really sad and be sitting on that swing. You love games, board games. I love I like games and I also like uh, playing little games, you know, like while we're waiting or something. Mm, You make up games, you're saying. Uh, Maybe. Or just like little competitions, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I like things like that. You know why? Because I'm fun. <laughs> Board games have always been a thing that have been difficult for me because it's prepackaged fun. <laughs> We're going to sit around and the commercials always show people laughing their asses off and slapping oh, their yeah. knees. And, yeah. That and, kind of thing is not, I'm not talking about playing like sorry. You know, Yahtzee is not, Yahtzee, everyone's laughing their, their heads <laughs> off. Yeah. No, there's cool a, there's cool board games that you can play that are more I don't know. You have to use your brain more or just like uh uh games where you get to interact with the people that you're with in a fun way like they have to lie to you about something and you have to guess if they're lying. You know, it's it that kind of thing is fun. But I do believe that board games can be this weird crutch, you know, to hold a group together that can't carry on uh a decent or deep conversation because it's like if you're all just sitting around and you kind of run out of stuff to say someone's like you want to play a game and then all of a sudden you're having this weird fun when it's like oh you just got we just like can't we just can't maintain a good combo cards against humanity i've never played and i refuse to play because of the way it's been sold and you hear people talk about it and what it puts you in situations i don't even understand what the game is it puts you in situations where you have where people say outrageous things like 
Um, yeah, I your ate, mother's butthole. Yeah, I was actually going to yeah. say, I ate my grandma's butt for dinner. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, kind of. It, 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 I think that that game was like Family Guy, where it was like, oh, this is kind of interesting and like, wow, pushing the limits. And then all of a sudden it was just when not did, pushing anything. When did, and then it turned into like, you know, Facebook or something where now your parents are all over it. And you're like, oh, OK, my aunt's here. When you did know? Family Guy ever push the limits? In the beginning, oh, they look, did some things. There's a talking dog. Whoa. No, not that. There's a baby talking, who wants to kill. No, I'm them. talking about Whoa. the humor and some of the stuff they did and said. Anyway, let's not go down the Family Guy hole. I know. I didn't mean to trigger you by saying Family Guy. I have told Netflix to never recommend Family Guy to me. I know I've stated I think that you before. Can, I think you can still think Family Guy is just okay, but also tell Netflix, I never need to see this because I'm never going to watch Family Guy. Family Guy had its time. That I, time is over. Family, okay. Um, when I end up playing board games... This is, I'm just, I'm bringing that because I think of prepackaged fun. And it's like, this is, look, these things are distractions is what they are. It's like, there's life relatively boring. If we're not too busy worrying about something or feeling like shit, then sure, let's try to have a decent time. And then this is, here's a way to do that. And I just don't like the disconnect, but what you see or the way you hear people talk, like these are the greatest things. You can play a game and have fun. I, I, I can totally get on board with that i don't i you know quite often more than anything it instills anxiety if there's something where you have to act something out like charades for example i would never want to i don't people sit around and they really really like this they love playing that game no thank you i like it i like charades <laughs> <laughs> well and you know sometimes the goal of a board game isn't necessarily like that's what it, okay so when we talk about the prepackaged fun that does sound really cheesy, but there are a lot of games that are just challenging and like interesting. And so it's not always like, Oh, that was like, we were all laughing. Oh, ugh. okay. Like that stupid game where you put like that thing in your cheeks and your mouth and it like, Oh, her jaw, her teeth, you know, and it makes your teeth and your mouth all. Big you were just showing, you, show, you loved that, that you were just showing me that. And you the, loved the kids it. bought it at the thrift store, which is so disgusting to me. <laughs> I washed. I it doesn't matter. You bought this thing. So I, what is that game called to begin with? I don't know. Mouth. It, so you big put mouth. You put something in your mouth, and it stretches your mouth out, and then you're supposed to say phrases, and because you can't yeah. speak properly, you yeah. can't use your tongue and your lips, and and then you're, people are supposed to guess. And the fact you bought this from a thrift store. It's fine. I washed it. I mean, what else? What else can you do? Do they need to be pure, brand new for you them buy, to ever be clean? Would you no. buy underwear from a thrift store? No, because I may. How much cheaper could they be? Outside of saving money, how much? How much <laughs> cheaper was this game? You could have bought a new version of it. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, what I'm saying is like that game is like. Isn't this crazy, wacky, wacky? You know, sometimes the game is the fun is the challenge of of working with someone or trying to get someone to understand something. 
And it's not necessarily like a laugh riot, but it can still be fun. And to say that it's a distraction, I mean, so many, everything is a distraction. Ordering things from Amazon is a distraction. Yeah, life is distractions. Everything, yeah. a lot of things people do because it's boring otherwise. You sit around like, this is it? This is all? It's not much Well, I really. think Pete Holmes talked about, like, ordering things from Amazon makes you feel like you won't die. Because, well, you're not going to die before your package gets here. Like, I have to be here for my package. I wouldn't see. I think sense? the opposite. I think about the packages I order and then I die. And then where do they go? Who takes them? Ugh. What happens? Someone's trying to deliver them and they can't, they can't get them to me. Those are the things I think about. Because you're dead. Dead men don't need toilet paper. Or, you know, there's been times in my life where I'll take a flight to Atlanta and I don't tell my family I'm going because I don't want them to know. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with them. And then I think that plane's going to crash. Surely that plane's going to crash and they're not going to think anything of it. And then not only are they going to get the bad news that their son has died. My parents are going to get a call and say, he's dead. And then They're going to be shocked. Like, what? Why? And then they're going to be hurt. Yeah. That I was going to Atlanta and they didn't even know. Now, listen, if that if that scenario were to ever happen. Just out of the if that was going to happen, I would tell your parents that they, you were coming to surprise them. No, oh, that's nice of you. I mean, sure. At that point, make up a lie. Just like that. if you ever died from autoerotic asphyxiation, I would come and clean it all up. You fell asleep. I don't know. He's dead. He didn't die from choking himself out while he was jerking off. And any other, any friend should do that for someone. At that point, it really doesn't matter. But the thought is horrifying when you're still alive. That yeah. you're dead and people find you that way. Even if you're just mm -hmm. masturbating. Your pants are down around your ankles and whatever oh, video yeah, you're watching. Oh, humiliating. Is like, that's it. That's the one that he was using. And that's, that's mm -hmm. what he died to. But going back to distracting and passing the time. Look, I don't, this is just me. I'm typical. I'm a broken record at this point. People already get it. The moment there's an expectation to act and be a certain way. Uh, and quite often I feel as though fun falls into that because I'm not a person who doesn't like fun. I will gladly have fun, but there's my definition of things that are fun and they just don't require that much energy. And the moment I'm told that something is supposed to be fun. I can't do it. I can't, there's, there's too much pressure to act a certain way. And, you know, board games definitely fall into that category for me. And I get angry. I'll sit there and see a commercial of a board game and the, the people just, the way they're just losing their minds as <laughs> if this is the great I don't think wow I wish I were one of those people I wish I could be a part of that group I think what is wrong with them how hmm. how pathetic and sad uh, are their lives that this is really taking them to the next level they're on cloud nine playing scategories like, <laughs> what? what is going on but I, I feel that a lot of people watch this and they fall into the trap. And they, yeah, that's what I want to do. That, that's who I want to be. <laughs> Let's bring that to the next party. So I, so I reject fun. I just uh, outwardly get out of here. So I, un I, I understand your thought process about like seeing people 
trying to express that they're having fun, like as a commercial, you know, and how lame that looks. But I feel like this thing that you've talked about before where you feel like pressure to behave a certain way, I think that's just anxiety. Sure. What's your point? That that sucks. <laughs> yeah, but what's your point? The show's not about anxiety. I feel like it tortures you. And it makes your life more difficult. Instead of just like acting whatever way, like if you felt like trying to have some fun, and you, then you would allow yourself to do that. Or if someone was saying like, yeah, come on, it'll be fun. You're like, mm. Mm. We'll see about that. Yeah, come on, it's going to be fun. It's like what makes you think that I'm, I'm searching for fun. You know what's fun? Perfectly cooked pasta. This is the way... <laughs> That is not fun. This is way. That is not fun. That is fun. I did something. Well, a nice meatball. That's fun. <laughs> this is the way they should start doing all commercials. If they want to start packaging fun, they should show a person who's cooking some pasta and they they do it mm, al dente. Chef's kiss. And then they're just the same way that people are acting in the the game commercials. Uh huh. Shaking their fists in the air. Yeah. This is this is you know fun is a wide ranging umbrella. Okay, that's true. It's a spectrum. What's something that's a little more mundane that you find to be fun? Baking. Yeah. So, Making bread. So let's uh, imagine you baking bread and really going over the top. You're over the moon when you've got yeah. that. Yeah! Like the dough's doubled in size. I'm like, yeah! Yeah! Like at the end of... um, uh, Fuck. Uh, uh... Oh my God. It's okay. So you know how, when you're trying to think of something and there's this other thing that's in your brain and it's like, it's me, it's me. And it's like, no, that's not you. It's not built to last dura last. No, it's not that. And then I can't think of it. And then that thing keeps coming up. Is it me built to last? Dur no, it's not you. It's, um, crossfire. Yeah. How could you forget crossfire? crossfire? Because, because, because built to last dura last kept standing up and being like, it's me. I'm the one you're looking for. Crossfire has been mentioned on this podcast more than anything else, I think. I, I, <laughs> this really is just an excuse for us to mention Crossfire no, more it's, often. It's you want to mention Crossfire. At the end of Crossfire, he was like, yeah, yeah. You know what's fun about Crossfire? Not the game itself. Taking the pellets and throwing them at people's faces. That's oh, they're, I mean, those were like ball bearings, right? They're like BBs, yeah. Ball bearings, yeah. BBs. You load that thing into a gun. So there are other games that you 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 like Sudoku. I do, but that's not like I'm not having fun. That's more like meditative. You like Minesweeper. I do love Minesweeper. I've been playing a lot. I've uh, somebody on some page. I think it was the two plus two equals four page told me about like this 3D cube Minesweeper that. Is really great. I'm no, having a lot of you. fun with that one. Sounds very stressful. Even yeah, I understand why it's stressful. I understand why you'd feel that way. It is stressful. Even video games, I guess, which is another thing that's supposed to be fun. They stress me out. No, you love video games, though. Like I have Are you to stressed out playing Mario Kart? Totally. You are? Mario Kart becomes a shit show when you're racing online against other people and there are shells flying all over the place and fireballs coming in and someone turns into a bullet and the, the someone's got a star. No, it's not fun. 
I don't. I don't. The, I, I, I get angry. Then why do you enjoy them? Donkey Kong comes flying by and knocks me off. I play as Toadette. And Donkey Kong comes and flies by and knocks me off Rainbow Road. And I start, yeah, fuck you, Donkey Kong. You know, I, I come up with names. What I, I forget what I called Bowser. What, what did I call Bowser? It wasn't even a Bowser. No, it was just something like bullshit Bowser, some bad alliteration. I mine's better. I'm screaming at the, no, Mario Kart is not fun. Then why do you play? You're doing, it must be fun. You're doing well. You're in first place and a blue shell comes flying in and busts you up. Okay. Okay. You're reliving your trauma. You're launching. You're not on the track. You're flying through there and someone has a lightning and you just fall. The gravity takes uh, And hold. you lose all your coins and stuff. Yeah. Where's the fun in this? You tell me. You're the one that plays it. Well, this is my problem. Maybe I got to find ways to let go so I can have a little more fun. Roller coaster, yes. Six Flags. It's not fun to me. <gasps> the lines yes, are is. long and it's oh, hot yeah. and it smells. And you finally get into the roller coaster car and there's it's wet. Because who knows <laughs> what the person. This is zero fun. Uh, uh, I mean. You're right. I mean, bringing up every negative that might come along with a fun day. I mean, that's maybe that's just the difference between someone like you and me. The looping starship. Remember the looping starship? Of course I remember the looping starship. Yeah, you're riding that thing. Everything's going to fall out of my pockets. Why am I on this? Anxiety. I'm like, oh, it's going to go upside down. Free fall. Is it, it going to be this one? Is this? A, oh, not yet. You know, like I'm into it. The free fall. Because I, had I don't. Oh, my God. The free fall was the scariest ride. It was like you were just like in a uh, like a mine shaft elevator. Right. You put a penny on your knee and watch it float. Yeah, Watch it float. Zero G. That was fun. I enjoyed the free fall. You know why you enjoyed it so much? Because it gave you no time to think. And you had all, it was like. It was fast. All your, all your anxiety, all of the thoughts that were creeping in about like, I don't want any of the line was long. It's hot. I don't want it. This food's expensive. My mom only gave me $20. Hey, they're chicken fingers. They're chicken fingers that are the kind you can buy the blue swan chicken fingers. And they're charging you $16 for them. It's not, oh, because you're in the theme park and you're held hostage. The thing is, is that you're not wrong. But if you weren't so plagued by thinking and pointing out all the negativity, then you would maybe have more fun. You know what would be fun? If no one else was there. No. That that would be fun. Other people. Boring. The fact that other people exist takes all the fun. You can't have fun when there are other people around. That's they ruin things. See? Okay. So the free fall worked though, because one, most people didn't like to ride it, so the line was never that long. Even if it was, it was quick turnover. They they yeah, moved it was that really th- fast. They moved that thing along. It wasn't uh like um the mind bender. People loved the mind bender. Mind bender was good. Was that the one that's the wooden one? No, that was the cyclone. Well, there's two. I had six flags over Georgia. The cyclone's been demolished. That thing, 
the wooden one that's near the end, right? Like near the bumper cars. There's the scream and machine. Near the, the scream machine. The scream okay. machine. I think that's the one near the ninja, right? Yeah, that's the one that's spread out over like yeah. 800 acres. I liked that one a lot. That one's still there. It was there. so rickety. But the cyclone was also rickety. And you'd ride that thing, you'd have a headache. It's like, I'm yeah. getting on this and I'm going to come off with my head smashed against my skull. Well, wasn't it the ninja that people were getting whiplash from and like the Braves took their name off it or something? I have no clue. <laughs> people were getting hurt on it. The Braves had their name on it? I think so. Remember that really crappy Viper? It launched you out like a aircraft carrier, hydraulic, uh, uh-huh. no steam powered, whatever the hell it is that launches the, uh-huh. the planes off the aircraft carrier. It launched the the car out of the station, and then you went through the loop, and then you went up, and then you went through the loop backwards, and that was it. That was made with like leftover, like hey, we have a whole pile of track here. What can we do with it? Let's just make this thing that goes out once. Fear is fun back. for some people, though. Yeah, it's a it's a a a. a a safe fear, you know, because you, you're, you know, you're not really going to die, but you can kind of like pretend that you might die. And so it's exciting. Yeah. No, thank you. Dangerous situations. Do not snake pits and gunfights. No, there's nothing fun about that. <laughs> snake pits. People are strange. And then this constant pursuit, I, I'd tell you that it's, uh, it was, stressful stressful to hang out with you you know if you're not having fun that you're crushed your soul is crushed value you mean like if we were hanging out and you aren't having fun or if we're hanging out and i'm not having fun if you're not having fun because value and quality equates fun or fun equates value and quality if you're not having fun there's no value to this time my God, that's not true. My God, what kind of boozing? Ugh. Boozing is fun. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to have a fun time? You know, I, I guess you're right. Boozing is fun because it takes away the anxiety. See, you have anxiety. <laughs> you have so much anxiety. That's solving the greatest mysteries of the universe here. Greg's brain. I refuse to take Zoloft. I know. I'm, I'm, so many people do people that really do need it. So many people are like, I don't want to have to depend on something. Like, whatever. I, that's not, I'm not opposed to that. I took Prozac before. You have, you've said that it's because you don't want to take things forever. It'd be dependent on something because, Oh, I would need to take this one because it has a longer, you're like, you have anxiety about anxiety. Prozac has a long half life. You shouldn't stop any of these cold Turkey, but Prozac no. has a long half life. So if you do stop it, it's not so bad, but Zoloft, if you just stopped it, if there was an apocalypse, if something happened, you couldn't get to the pharmacy and you couldn't wean yourself, you're going to kill yourself. It gets you to the point where almost immediately a day or two later, that, that little storm cloud that used to be in the, the Zoloft commercials that followed the person around and yeah. then disappears because they started taking the pills. It comes back. It comes back <laughs> as a, a, a giant cyclone. <gasps> cyclone? Six bucks? It wasn't supposed to be a tie-in. <laughs> no, I um I was doing some like consistent drinking recently, and for a couple days I was feeling this like underlying anxious feeling in my stomach. And I was like, man, I'm like really like 
like having to take breaths and like try and figure out what's going on. And then I realized, oh, maybe it's fucking up my medication. What did your diet think of this? My diet? Yeah. Oh, my SOTA diet. S-O-T-A. Say it with us. State of the art. Having all this alcohol. Yeah, it does not approve. And drinking is like a trigger for me because then I come home and I make nachos. And sour cream. <laughs> and that's fun. You dump that sour cream on and that's a lot of fun. And then you, you throw your hands yeah. in the air and you wave them. Yeah. Like you yeah. just don't care. And if your Built life last, is <laughs> if your life is the chips and all the ground beef bits, eat that sour cream. Oh yeah. That's good. <laughs> You didn't like that. See, that's not fun for you for some reason. That was me loosening well, it up. Well, I mean, your delivery surely was, you know. Oh, so you're your, saying there's standards that need to be applied to this. You're not doing it the right way. See? Hands. See? In the air. Brown bits. Chips. This is the thing. This is, this is the, come on. Oh, it's not the right. I am the gatekeeper. You're not executing Well, who has fun as the first five things that someone described about? So I think I know a little bit more about what's fun than you do. Everything's a game. (laughs) (laughs) Made me me think of your parenting style. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Everything's a game. Not everything, but there. Yes. Listen. The thing about your argument is that you're not. Flat out wrong, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with finding fun in something. It doesn't mean, but inventing it for absolutely zero reason. Yeah, because you're bored. How about we sit around now and be bored and learn to be bored? No, instead, we're going to play a game called Leaf from the Outer Distances of the Solar System. There was a tree that that grew on Pluto and a wind came and blew the leaf off. And it was a leaf that was like none other. And this is a magical leaf. And when you have this leaf in your possession, you can do things like turn water into candy. And then if you don't have the leaf, you turn into stone and you can't move. And I don't know. These are the the kind of strange... (laughs) Let's play Space Leaf, Mom. Yeah. We're, we're playing Space Leaf now. Listen. I got a cup again, of water. Again. I got a cup of water. Ah, and then you don't have the candy to give, and then there's a fit thrown because the way it's been set up is when a cup of water is delivered, you're supposed to take it, and then you turn your back, and you turn back around, and then you have a fistful of candy. Yeah. Yes. Playing Space Leaf. Okay, listen. How many times can I tell you that there are things what you're saying that are true and right? But (laughs) (laughs) as, I mean, teaching children that is difficult because they don't have the attention span to, like, learn how to be bored. You know, that is, I mean, What did you do? I I think about being a kid. there, There surely weren't this many games. Kids can keep themselves busy somehow. No, they do. 
but it's you know kids now uh well all right i'm trying to think because did you have games did your parents create games out of everything i mean yeah sometimes we would play a game sometimes you know i'm saying it was everything turned into a game (sighs) i'm not criticizing i just think it's funny actually i (laughs) if anything yes it is i think that i i grew up um uh not feeling uncomfortable, you know, and like being uncomfortable was something that made other people uncomfortable, you know, or if I knew someone else was uncomfortable, it was kind of not my job, not my role, but it seemed to be like something I felt like I needed to change for that person. You know, and as an as, you know, on paper, it's like, what's wrong with that? But then, like I said, as an adult, sometimes you do it to your own detriment and you're not really even paying attention to how you even feel about something. It's just somebody else is uncomfortable. I feel as though thinking I feel as though as a parent, you cut that shit off at the pass. It's like you just introduced it from the get go. And uh, no, what do you mean? Made everything a game like Space Leaf. Yeah. And like the kids never had a chance to even feel boredom and then yeah so now you know i need to teach them some boredom <laughs> and what that means is extra work on my part by like limiting things that are instant unboredom you know like ipads and netflix and but whatever what if what if ellie said one day to you mom you're no fun i feel like that'd be like a dagger right into oh, your please. heart. I don't think I've heard that. In between the ribs, right? The, I'm not fun. Do you think that I put any weight into what Ellie thinks about <laughs> cool or fun? But it's your identity. <laughs> no, like if you told me like you are not fun, then I'd be like, <laughs> I'm not? You don't think I'm fun? <laughs> You're fun. Sometimes a little annoying. It's like, oh, fun. I'm sure. Listen, everyone's annoying. Fun again. And I know I'm annoying because I, I say no yeah. to everything. Yeah. No. Uh, well, mm. I do have some some tips. This is uh, how to be more fun and less boring to be around. Ugh, that sounds horrible. This is uh, who knows who wrote this. Probably not anyone who's any kind of authority on anything. <laughs> Actually, so this so this would be advice for you. This actually is this so this article, twenty one tips to be more fun and less boring to be around. Um, I don't want to give the author's name at all. I don't want to promote this person's worth, but also underneath it, there's a check mark and it says scientifically reviewed by someone who has some kind of degrees. Scientifically reviewed. Here's some of the things: practice being more relaxed around people. To be fun to be around, you have to make others feel comfortable around you. <laughs> okay. It becomes an You have to approach reading this as like a person who wants this advice. Show others <laughs> and not you. Show others that you're relaxed and easygoing. What if you're not those things? The fact oh, no, that No, that's the thing. The fact that fun can only live within this very specific 
uh, definition is bullshit. Be non-judgmental. You know, you know what fun is for me? Being judgmental, looking at people and judging them. That's a favorite pastime of mine. I find great joy in that. That is a lot of fun. Listening. Yeah, this really this this these this article or whatever really is like putting compromising who this person might actually be. Be a good listener. You can, oh, that's fine. You can signal that you accept others through body language and a warm tone of voice. Oh, sure, that's but how's this? Open up. Tell me more. Tell funny stories about your life and experiences, weird jobs you've had, a bad blind date. Maybe people don't want to hear Ew. boring stories. Be able to laugh at yourself, find your type of humor, and be the glue that holds people together, do things that scare you, be positive. That's, be the glue that holds people together. That's, no, you, no. You are not the glue that holds anyone together. That is not your job to do that. Focus. People are within each other. Like people are glued together because of the work that they do together. Not one person holds people together. This is a very like toxic article. <laughs> yeah, because it's just telling you there's a very specific way to do this. And maybe this yeah, isn't you. Yeah, people at ease. All right. Well, focus on what others. What if I'm uncomfortable? Focus on others. This is the same thing. You're repeating things now. Uh, these are just, I mean, something like listening and caring about other people yeah. and being interested in them. That, that Just outside of being fun. Maybe that's something you should try to do. This one, rest so you can stay fun. <laughs> so it's pretty much saying sleep. <laughs> Eat so and breathe. Because if you're not breathing, you're not living. And that's not fun. Be original. Use your facial expressions to tell the story. Find mutual interest and focus on those. Bring energy and enthusiasm. Use your facial expression to tell the story. Here's how to be more fun to talk to. Don't just give yes or no answers. Sure, that's a boring conversation. Return oh, questions you receive. Ask follow-up questions. Be positive. Give compliments. Okay. I just, All right, that's more realistic. Cause yeah, if someone if if you're trying to talk to somebody and they give you like that was good, you're like how how is it blah, blah, blah. that was good? Okay, they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> uh, overall, I just think that there are traits that some people uh, feel as though that they must be in order to be accepted and liked in this world, and fun is one of those. So therefore, it has created this whole realm of inauthentic fake bullshit you know what's fun you say i'm fun i'm not really a fun person but you tell me that i'm fun yeah why you can be very fun why because i'm being because, because i'm being uh, self who huh? isn't because i'm being myself not a person who is non-judgmental or showing others that i'm relaxed and easygoing <laughs> uh yeah, the reason why fun isn't at the top of the list is because there's a combination of other things that make you fun, like being interesting and smart and interested. I think what comes, what can lead to fun is being passionate about certain things or interested in certain things. Yeah. And if you talk about those things enthusiastically because you actually like those things and the other person's into that, like, but... That's fun. You can't, yeah, you can't force these things though, ultimately. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with like two people waiting for something and it's taking too long and one person suggests a little game that you guys could play. And 
Nothing wrong with that. To pass the time. I spy with no, my child with my nearsighted little eye. <laughs> something red. Something oatmeal. The blood after I stab my wrist, slice it open. <laughs> Again, I think that uh I think the, the, the right place to be is probably in between us. <laughs> I'm a very fun person. Mm, so fun. Um, yeah. It's fun when you like make up funny names for things. That makes me laugh. <laughs> when I'm being an asshole and getting. Yeah, sometimes you're, you're good at that and it's funny. And getting brand names wrong on purpose. Yeah, that's funny. Lewis, that makes you fun. Louis Vuttian Coach. Coach. <laughs> yeah, the way. Talking to you and experiencing the world, not always, not the crazy anxious way, but other ways, it's, it's, it's fun to see that and to be around that and hear it and know it. And that's fun. So that's what I mean. Like your fun is really uh, layered. Mm-hmm. Because I'm complex and layered myself. I'm the model. Yes, I am also complex and layered, but that's in a deeper section of my like crust of my <laughs> exoskeleton. I don't Dude. know what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of earth uh, mantle. Yours, yours is thicker. Like your, your, um, I think that there's, there's things about your personality that are thicker than mine. Okay. Okay. That was a bad analogy. Cut that out. No. Cut it out. I'm not, I was just trying to think of something specific, uh, but who knows? Do you find doing this podcast to be fun? Sometimes. <laughs> I think it's a fair answer sometimes. <laughs> like at the beginning of this, I was so sleepy. Like I was falling asleep on the couch. And once we got started, it's been fun. And then there are other times that have been like, oh my God. I'm thinking of so hard. it. Yes, it can be. Yeah. But it, you know, can be fulfilling. And yeah. to me, that's something that's fun. I'm thinking the last time I, I, or an instance, I had a lot of fun. Fourth of July this past year, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. You had a big time that night. Yeah. Because fourth of July, strange fourth of July during COVID here in New York, the big fireworks displays were off. Uh, people just had a bunch of fireworks on their own and they were setting them off all over the place. Every direction you go outside, you'd hear fireworks going off. And I felt like it was a representation and demonstration of the human spirit. It's like, hey, yeah, things fucking suck right now, but we're still here. We're still alive. And so you would, we were just walking around the streets of Brooklyn. Uh, my friend Andrew, his girlfriend Molly, uh, our friend Kevin. It was just us. We were walking around and I felt... Like it was a spiritual experience in a way. It was like, I'm here sharing this moment with these people. And here's this out of the ordinary 4th of July that isn't set up in the traditional way where people crowd to go watch the fireworks because that's what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do. And that's the fun thing to do where you, you get stuck in hordes of people to watch. Look, they're nice displays when they, they launch them. Here in New York, the, the official fireworks are well done, but eh, I don't get much out of it. And then you're supposed to be having a good time hanging out with people watching those, but 
again, the crowds and how you're going to get home and the subways get crowded and that, that takes the fun out of it. So this thing, yeah, if, if there's a real substantial meaning to it, then I'm, I'm definitely have fun. Yeah. I had fun on New Year's Eve. I didn't expect <clears throat> to have fun. I was like, we're leaving at 10 p.m. I'm coming back. We're coming back. It's just going to be me and the kids. And yeah, I ended up uh, going to this neighbor's house and it was this sort of like this dance party started to happen and neighbors came that weren't necessarily going to be there. And I don't know. It was that that was really fun. I had a really fun night dancing. <laughs> it's been a long time since I danced. I forgot how much I like it. That's, it was just a thing that popped up. It wasn't mm-hmm. expected. And that's where it lives. Not in prepackaged box. Yeah. Here's <laughs> a box of fun. Yeah. Unless that but, box I contains mean, alcohol or some other mind altering substance that can be fun. For you. That's what you need. (laughs) Was this fun? Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) Fine is your word. (laughs) It was was fun. It's always fine. All right. I hope you guys thought this episode was just fine. Uh, Like and subscribe. Just tell us we're fine on uh, iTunes reviews. And we like to see those numbers go up. And please support our just fine sponsors, HoffandPepper.com. You can get some really, really great hot sauce. They have all different kinds. Go to HoffandPepper.com. Use the code ONETOPIC15 for 15% off. And um, this is fun. I think we should keep doing it. Okay, I guess so. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, 
I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code 1TOPIC15. Hold on, that's... Yes, get a pen and paper. 1TOPIC15. Good. That's onetopic one five. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.